Hi, I'm Brandy Schantz, and you're listening to Living Chronic. It's been longer than I would have liked since I recorded my last episode, but my reasons are probably pretty familiar to many of you. I have been, in fact, living chronic. I've had a lot of sinus infections and bronchitis this year. I've been battling through them. It's not unusual. I've dealt with chronic sinusitis and rhinitis ever since I served near burn pits in the Army. So that's not completely unusual. This year has just been worse than usual, and it's been pretty tough. Uh, Of course, when you add in the fact that every day has been a lot of pain for me, This year, the fibromyalgia seems to be getting much, much worse, and there's just nothing they can really do to treat it. So honestly, what I've done is exactly what I needed to each day and not much more. Um, Haven't really gone above and beyond. I haven't really, um, you know, tried to do the extras that I normally would. I've just gotten it done, and then, frankly, gone to sleep. Fatigue, pain, infection, we all know what it's like, don't we? I guess the hard part has just been the guilt, and that's what I've really spent a lot of time thinking about since, well, I guess I've really thought a lot about it since I first got sick. I always feel guilt, and it's gotten particularly bad. And I think that's because I just cannot do the things I used to. And I'll say those words, but I still have not fully really admitted that to myself. I cannot do the things I used to. I still don't believe it when I say it right now. I just want to believe that everything's okay, that I'll go back to being a normal person And we'll be perfectly healthy and I'll fit right back into my old body. It's just going to take a little extra time. Uh, Unfortunately, I I know it's not true, even if I don't want to really admit it to myself. And that's what I'm struggling with. It's the guilt of not being the person I used to be. It's the guilt of not being able to be superwoman and do all the things you know, leap buildings, single bounds, all the things that I really saw myself as before being chronically ill. Um, I've talked a lot about how great my time management was. I used to wake up at 4 a.m. and I'd get out and start my run. I'd come home, I'd do my reading. I would uh, just accomplish so much between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. And then I would get to work and put in all the extra, go above and beyond, and then add in some more extracurriculars after that. I did my MBA while working full time and still made time to run two marathons a year and then start a little Ironman habit. So it's very difficult for me to admit that I can't wake up, run, do my reading, work all day, add in a podcast, keep up my blog. It's just, it's, it's difficult to not be that person anymore. And to be honest, I've had a hard time figuring out who I am. If I'm not the woman who is very competitive at running, who is 
very competitive in, in other aspects of life, who's working long hours and being the best I can be. And, and that's my struggle. And I work on it every day. I've tried journaling. I've tried really, you know, internalizing to myself what my new life is and figuring out how to make that new life a great one for me. I just don't know. And I, I know the first step is admitting to myself, it's never going to be the way it used to. I'm never going to fit into my old body again, but I'm taking time. I am doing my best to find things that I love that I can do and to be a little bit easier on myself. I think that's probably something that I've learned from everybody I've spoken to who's who's dealing with chronic illness. We, we all feel guilt. We all are very hard on ourselves and, you know, difficult to reason with sometimes because we want to be the person we always were. We want to be that superhero and it's hard to admit when you're not. I used to have a job years ago where I would provide alternative analysis and take a look at things from the enemy perspective. A lot of what I did was I took a look at things from a specific culture's point of view. And I found that you can learn a lot about how a person or a group is going to act, react based upon their culture. And I've thought a lot about how my being an American has shaped how I've responded to this. It's something I've thought a lot about, not just in context of my illness, but just in context of how I deal with life. Maybe it was because of the other job. I also had the opportunity to work in the international community and spend time learning to work with very different cultures from my own and to get those cultures to work together. So I've had a lot of time to think about cultures. It's been a part of my career. It's been a part of my life for decades now. And sometimes I think that being an American is actually one of the things that's really preventing me from pushing through. So this is, this is my theory, I guess. <laughs> one of the first things that surprised me living in Europe is I heard somebody say to a friend one day, just, just straight out, oh, you've gotten fat. And I thought, oh my goodness, why would you say that? Of course, in the United States, if you said that to somebody, there would be tears, there would be a fight somehow, a broken friendship, hysterics. This is an insult, a grave insult. But there, at that moment, this person responded by saying, yes, I know. I've been eating too much, drinking a lot of wine. That was it. And I noticed it happened in a lot of other cultures as well, which made it very unique because Americans know you never tell somebody they've gotten fat. No, we can be big boned. We can be curvy. We can't, you can never say the word fat to somebody. So it made me think a lot. How refreshing and freeing to take something like that as a matter of fact, instead of an insult, right? What if we as Americans stop trying to make ourselves perfect and never admitting flaws, imperfections, 
the things we do wrong, our limitations, because I think we do this in every aspect. That was just one of those examples that stuck with me that made me think about Americans. Weight, as a matter of fact, it's, it's not an insult. It's just a matter of fact. So is my disease. But I still sort of view it as an insult. I can't do everything. Are you crazy? Everything's fine with me. Everything's fine. That's always been kind of my mantra. Everything's fine. Don't look here. Everything's fine. Don't you worry. I've got it under control. And I think exploring what that is about my culture and its, its influence on me that is preventing me from just saying, I'm sick and I can't do the things I used to do. I think a lot of it also comes from our culture of work. We love all the people who work. We hear all the stories, we eat them up. You see them on the news, you see them on social media, you see it on every TED talk ever given. We just love to hear about the guy that wakes up at 4 a.m. Yes, I know I was that guy too. But again, that's, that's what it means to be American, right? I wake up at four, I get moving, I do all the things, I accomplish what seven people can accomplish somewhere else. I work 900 hours. <laughs> yeah, we really do celebrate this. You know, we, we, we believe that we can be superhuman. And this experience has really made me think about that a lot. What's wrong with not being superhuman? Who am I with, without all the superhuman characteristics? Well, I'm still Brandy. So how do I accept that? How do I learn to accept that I'm just Brandy? Where is my worth if I'm not winning everything, if I'm not being peak American? Well, that's what I'm struggling with. And I... I know a lot of it does have to do with my culture. I can see through that lens to know that being American really does affect how I view myself and how disappointed I am in myself. It drives that guilt. I should be working a million hours this week. I should be going out to meet my friends afterwards, even though I'm tired. I should be able to work out every day. But am I a terrible person because I cannot do all those things? Am I a lesser person because I can no longer compete athletically? My husband always points out that he loves me, that I do a lot of great things. I'm an advocate. I serve on two boards. I'm a great dog mom. We all know how much I love my dogs. And, of course, I know those dogs love me. And sometimes I just need to take a step back and remove myself from this expectation that I have to be superhuman, that I can never be anything but absolutely perfect. You know, no, no, no. Of course I'm, you know, not anything negative. I'm perfect. Everything's fine. But maybe everything is fine if I'm not doing all the things. And that's what I need to learn. And that's what I'm struggling with. And I know many of you are as well. How do I find my worth as a person outside of who I used to be before becoming chronically ill?
and hopefully I can do better. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I always say, if you want to change something about yourself, well, just do it now. The other thing I don't understand is why do we do this January 1st? Sure, it's a new calendar year, but we don't do everything by calendar year. Everybody knows your company has a fiscal year that's going to mess you up. But why can't I have a fiscal year? I mean, I've never understood it. Of course, we all know why the whole world celebrates around that December time frame. The days are getting shorter and shorter. It's dark. We need something to make us happy. Let's throw in alcohol, yummy food, and parties. Sounds pretty good to me. And then finally, December 25th, we get the shortest day of the year. But what am I celebrating for January 1st? Okay, we got a new calendar year, but I'm still stuck in a muck of cold and dark. Sure, the days are slowly getting longer, but it's very slow. And there's no more parties. There's no more sweet treats. So why am I trying to lose weight and quit alcohol? Just doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to make a New Year's resolution, to me, it should be maybe spring. Things are renewed in spring. Renew yourself. Maybe I should try the spring New Year resolutions next year. A little late now. We've gotten past spring. But I am going to try to make my own summer resolution and see how that helps. My goal is to say no when people want me to go to an event or a party or just meet up and I don't feel good, I'm going to say no. And I'm going to try not to feel guilty. If I don't feel well enough to be able to get up and go for a walk or attempt my sad little runs I do now, well, I'm out there anyway. So that's something, even if they are very slow and painful. Um, if I can't do it, I'm just going to say, fine. No big deal. That's where my body is today. And I'm not going to feel bad when I need extra sleep. I admit often these days I go to bed at nine or nine 30 at night. My body just needs a lot more sleep than it used to. And I let that be another thing I feel guilty for. Oh, well, nobody else I know is getting more than four or five hours of sleep. Why am I sleeping so much? Well, I'm chronically ill. That's how my body heals. And I'm going to make a goal to not feel guilty about that either, to just go to bed at nine and not feel bad about that because I need to. And I'm not going to feel guilty if I can't do all the things in a single day that I want to. Maybe I can't do all of the podcast episodes I want, plus write the blog, plus do some work, plus take care of the dogs, plus take care of all of my medical appointments. We all know how much that is. Maybe it's fine if I'm just being me and being here for the people who love me and for myself. So guilt, that's what today's about. And I am going to work to get through that guilt. I hope you can as well. Summer resolutions. Let's be here for ourselves. And for those of you who are like me, who are like, hey, maybe there is something about being an American and make, that makes this just a little bit worse. Let's just be a little less American, you know? Maybe I've just gotten fat and it's a fact of life. Eh. Maybe I've just gotten sick and fatigued and that's just my fact of life. Okay, it's not an insult. Maybe I'm not working a thousand hours a week. You know what? 
I don't have to. I don't have to strive to be the person who works the most or who makes the most money. Maybe I can just be the person who cares the most or the person who helps as many people as she can. The person who loves the most, especially the people who mean something to me, my husband, my dogs, my friends. And maybe that's enough. I'm sure that I'll talk about how guilty I feel again, probably very soon, because it's just somewhere embedded in my DNA, I believe. But I am going to strive to be better. And when I say that, I don't mean strive to push out more podcasts or blogs or work, even when I don't feel up to it. I'm going to strive to be better and that I'm going to feel good about myself, even when I just need to do the bare minimum. So I hope you can do the same. And until next time, hopefully sooner than the last time, thank you for listening to Living Chronic.